Welcome everyone to the Holstein House podcast. I'm the West Virginia woman, Robin of RobinHolstein.com and Holstein House, where my guests get a great night's sleep at a fair rate plus breakfast. This is a podcast that looks at society and culture issues affecting families in West Virginia and the United States, from food preparation and storage, gardening, home repairs, current events, and more. We'll go around the table and back in 60 minutes or less. So let's hang out and talk a while. My hair combed or makeup on. <laughs> I said I would. I'm crazy. <laughs> now we're live. Now well, we're live. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> so it's great to have you come on with me. I'll have to admit, I don't have the I don't have the Nostra thing work. I've got it. I haven't even tried to go on it. I've been I got too many irons in the fire currently. Yeah, so I'm supposed to be, it's supposed to be on now. Uh, it was, if I set it up right, um, so I'm broadcasting to a Nostra Nest. There's, there's nobody in there right now. Probably won't be because, you know, I'm so exciting. <laughs> but I don't know how, I'm going to have to get with Josh and ask him how he uh, simulcast through um, StreamYard to it. So wow. hopefully... I'm not getting any, I mean, using my, um, <clears throat> my headset, hopefully it looks like, it looks like it's picking up. I mean, um, so the icon over there is acts like it's picking up. So I don't know. We, I have done a few live streams with Harold, who's my co-host and, or I'm mm -hmm. his co-host. And, um, it's really weird. We were trying to do it through StreamYard and, and then there was mm -hmm. delays and, a little bit of uh, figuring things out. <laughs> yeah, it does, and um, I never can make this work with uh, with Mike. Mike just came in, Philippine nomad. So I, I'm this this one is going out to uh, my Facebook page and into my YouTube. Cool. So, and I've got the Noster Nest up, um, and yeah, it's over here. I'm gonna have to work on my screen here figure out how i'm going to do the screens but I, I don't have any idea if anybody's over there or not i don't even know how i would i mean i know how you tell you could see little icons of people that's in there but i don't know um how it tells people that uh how it notifies that's, them that's that you're live yeah yeah so i'm still working on all um are like Facebook and stuff. They're not going to know who you are. Give me, give me a real quick little, um, I don't know, three or four minute pitch. Three or four minutes of who I am. <laughs> yeah. Um, my name is Rachel. I'm from <laughs> Northern Lower Michigan. So the Mich Michigan has the Lower Peninsula and the Upper Peninsula. I am in the northern part of the Lower Peninsula. I have a homestead, suburban homestead closer to town that we have lived for 12 years and we have all sorts of food here and I can and mm -hmm. dehydrate. I go help friends butcher. Last fall, we butchered a cow, which was quite an endeavor. And then um, we also bought 20 acres about 35 miles south of town that we will slowly be transitioning to living at. And um, I have... I co-host a podcast with my co-host Harold called the Modern Homesteading po 
podcast, and I have a blog on WordPress called Rewilder Life that I very inconsistently post at. <laughs> I'm still learning. I'm not very good at technology. If I can grow things, I can cook things, I can can things, but technology is pretty low on my priority list, but I'm trying to make it more so. Yeah. So yeah, it's a big learning curve for me when I'm more of a hands-on person. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it can be, it can be a big challenge. I've been playing with it, gosh, since AOL one. <laughs> so that's yeah. way back, way back when you had to get the little disc and put in and you got like an hour free a month. It was, it was crazy. Yes, but, I remember um, that my dad was down at U of M at the time getting um, a bone marrow transplant. And the only way that we could communicate was through email. And it was, mm-hmm. you know, the whole slow dial up thing. Mm-hmm. And- yeah. Yeah. So that was, that was, gosh. Yeah. I, uh, six years I, ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My first husband uh, was in the service and I, the first computer we had, it was a DOS machine and it was an, and a dot matrix printer and it was the orange screen. It, it was just a nightmare, but I had no idea that you had to have a separate connection. So I go to, of all places, Montgomery Ward's. And I go back into their, um, uh, oh, back where the radios and television appliances and stuff were. And I'm talking to the guy about this computer. I'm like, I want to get it for him for, I don't know if it was his birthday or Father's Day, because his birthday was in March and Father's Day is in June. So I don't know. And um, I, I pay all this money for this machine. I don't know how to use it. And he, he had to tell me, well, there's no way I can, because I knew he had computers at work. He said, I can't connect to it. There's no way I can connect to the one at work to, because I thought it would help <laughs> in having a computer at home. I had no idea. You know? so, right. But uh, we, I, I learned to, I learned to uh, do a lot of stuff with that machine. And then um, uh, in 96, I think it was in 96, my then supervisor, she was a whiz with technology. Oh my gosh, she just was great. And she was in charge of the purchase and um, um, overseeing the staff to maintain the um, computers in the in the division where I worked. And she and I went, they used to have, I don't know if you remember computer shows, they'd go to the civic centers and big halls and stuff. Then you'd go in, you'd buy the, okay, this is- I, don't, so I nice. live in small town America, so- well, very small town. <laughs> yeah, but they, they would have prob they would have probably advertised it. You would have seen it somewhere, come to the so and such. For us it oh, was okay. the convention center, you know. And but what it would be, you would go in and you'd buy bits and pieces and you'd buy software packages and it'd be just a big weekend expo kind of thing and most of the people who were building the computers didn't uh, American English was not their first language. <laughs> so, so she went she and I went and and she and I spent like $1,200, which was an insane amount for a machine oh, yes. at that point. Yes. Um, and um, on this on this thing that, you know, my iPhone could just blow out of the water today. But right. she said, you need this, you need this, you need this, you need this. And put all that together and got online. And then I, I was hooked. I was hooked. And, um, yeah, my kids used to get on in the middle of the night. I'd hear something get up and come downstairs. They'd be on it in the middle of the night. <laughs> but it, was, it, was, right. it was terrible. But I've, I've been dabbling with it. And I uh, really dabble with it. And like, you know, when I was going to high school and college, you still used a typewriter. 
Sure. Yeah. I remember being really excited because I bought a word processor when I was mm-hmm. in college and it made yeah. my life easier, mm-hmm. which is hilarious now. But yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. My husband dabbled in it. He built a couple of computers when we were first married and then mm-hmm. he got too busy doing other sure. things. So kind of yeah. got out of it. Now my kids are kind of into it, but mm-hmm. they aren't living here anymore. So, you know. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, my son's in my he's an adult, but he's he lives in Virginia now and he does some stuff that I have absolutely no comprehension right, of. But, exactly. Um and then you got but, like yeah. cryptocurrency thing and it's like I I can wrap that. my brain around it enough yeah. to get myself in trouble. Yep, like, that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. Yeah. I mean I get it, but I don't right. get all of it. You know, right, exactly. yeah, I've had a lot of help with that too. Uh, a lot of the guys have helped yeah, me with me that. Too. Bless his heart, Josh. <laughs> every every there for a while it was like every day there was four or five questions i was shooting at him and i know he was getting tired of it it's like but, you, can, uh, you can teach an old dog new tricks here we are <laughs> there you go i don't know if you can see comments i cannot uh, i cannot okay okay and i don't know that well, I maybe, can let me that. look i see over here i can click does it say comments over there hey i can Okay, because you see, uh, Mike has said congratulations to you on your win this morning, too. Yeah. So there you go. Yay. I'm you glad we both learned something today. You can find I it. have a little. I had I had 411 before oh. I got 10,000. So, know. Yeah, <laughs> so I, I'm going to, until the day I die or until somebody beats me in the head and I forget, um, I'm going to keep talking about the Jack Dorsey uh thing on on Noster where he sent me 1337 sats and I thought wow this is this you know I didn't realize that Josh and Brian were the ones talking about it at first did you see this Robin did you see this I'm like no you know because I'm still trying to figure out all the way in this Noster how to get to stuff and um so they screenshot it and sent it to me and I'm like oh okay because I know who Jack Dorsey was from you know, anyway, Twitter and all that. And my most recent recollection was when he was before Congress and he looked, you know, strung out and beard and uncombed and all that stuff. And he just looked silly. And uh, I thought, to, oh, okay, well, this 1,337 was geek speak for a an abbreviated form of elite. And it was supposed to represent elite, L-E-E-T, but as a short form of elite, and then it was supposed to mean that, you know, you're in the, the bigger group. And I guess because Noster was just getting started, that's why. I don't know what the big deal was, but apparently to some of these people out there, it is a big deal. So I'm just going to keep harping on it. <laughs> <laughs> and though I screenshotted it and kept it. I'm going to throw it up all over the place. And I, I did. I said the other day, I said, until somebody who knows Jack Dorsey tells him that I'm doing this. So he will message me and tell me to stop or something. So Mike says his first DOS desktop, slow spin Monaco monitor, yep, mouse, keyboard, and dot matrix printer, yep, ran about $2,000 back in college. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, close. that's close to what we had. And I still have that printer somewhere. Oh, do you really? Yeah, it's in a box, but I mean, it's not like I have it connected anywhere. I may still have the computer. Oh, my goodness. <clears throat> in a box. Maybe you can't get rid of it. I mean, you know, cars are long gone after one of the moves. Yeah, well, I haven't. Well, I've moved, but only like across the street, so it wasn't far enough to have to clear anything out, really. But yeah, I had a I had a blast with that, and uh, I keep trying. Now I have I have now managed to um, 
follow. I know, like, like they're going to even know Jack Dorsey's mom on Noster. <laughs> so I'm going to see. I told Josh the other day. I said, let me see if if I can get her to comment on something. <laughs> But yeah, I, I still haven't tried to go on Noster. I've just, like I said, this been crazy busy and still well, yeah. coughing from having pneumonia. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It, you know what you get to have to do is, and this is kind of where I was going. Really, you just have to pick a lane or two. Yep. And kind of hyper focus on those because you can't do it all. You can't do it all. Nope. And um, I, I was on Twitter way back in. Well, gosh. Uh, I want to say 2008, but I can't swear that that's when it was. It, it hadn't been out too long. And I was going to some group meetups for um, the Chamber of Commerce. And people were saying, are you doing this? Are you doing this? I'm like, no, what is it? And and at that point, you couldn't really sort things out on Twitter and have different views. And so everything would just scroll so fast. And it really turned, it was a real turnoff to me. And then there was some changes, you know, and then you could, you could have um, your people you could have people sorted out so that it was easier to follow conversations but so I was on it for that and I had a WordPress blog a long time ago and I don't keep mine up either uh and the YouTube thing I've actually got a lot of YouTube videos out but they're really old and they're not that much yeah um, so it's it, it, can, it can be hard to find your spot and then at one point I subscribed to a couple of programs that would like if you whatever you put on your blog it would it would auto populate to all yeah, these other places. Right. Yeah. But which it was fine. But I I just didn't I didn't see a result out of it because not everybody in every like the people I'm connected with on LinkedIn are different than the people I was connected with on Twitter. And they don't want to hear the same thing. Everybody right. wants something different. So I didn't find a lot of value in uh, in using that and I ended up stopping that. But um I like that with StreamYard I can connect to different things but mostly I can strip that audio oh yeah so I can, yeah so I can I can strip that audio and, and and you know that and and post the audio up as a podcast so I right. like, I really like that. Mm -hmm. but I've not been able to uh, unless it's one of the already uh, one of the uh, programs that's already in StreamYard I've not had any uh, luck with using the um, RMT is it RMTP I think it is I actually, so to be clear, Harold does all of the technology for the podcast. Mm -hmm. I, um, yeah, I guess. Yeah. So I, I don't, I haven't had any luck with that um, because this, with Rumble, you have to, you can't set it ahead of time. Like on StreamYard, I can tell it, I want it to go to YouTube and I want it to go to uh, Facebook and I want it to go, there's one or two other ones that'll let you set up. And then as soon as I click live, it's, it's doing that. Otherwise you have to set, you have to go get this other code and uh, plug it in and then you have to do it every time. And I, <laughs> I have to do it every time. Right. Well, and then you've only got so much time yeah. Yeah. to do things in every, yeah. in the day. So what's going on on your homestead? Anything what, what are you into uh, about this finally, time? We're finally out of our winter slumber and spring mm -hmm. is trying to, happen but we keep going back and forth with temperatures um oh yeah we are too i planted potatoes and carrots onions and beets this week um mm -hmm. today i'm going to be going out and treating a tree an apple i have an apple tree with some canker so i'm going to oh. be going out and treating 
that hopefully hopefully it works we'll see mm -hmm. um and i'm washing out buckets my mom got me some five gallon buckets from the bakery down by her for free so i saw a little bit of that conversation yeah over on um was it nicole's site the living free site i think it was you guys were talking about buckets i don't think it was me but somebody was no. talking about buckets huh oh okay I get, I get everybody confused because I haven't met everybody yet. It may have been a while ago, but yeah, so I got that. Um, I'm canning or not canning. I'm rendering some um, tallow for soap. I collected actually my computer's sitting on it right now. I collected uh. um, for Cynthia yesterday to put in some soap and put on some salad and stuff like that. So it's kind of, foraging i do a lot of foraging um i have tried it i've got a couple of guides you know yeah. and and all of the things that I, i've learned and it's i'm not taking a, a hit on my mom because mom was good she, she did a good job but mom didn't do any of this stuff her mother did but by the time mom gets married and has me she's all into the modern you know, buy it at the store, get it as cheap as you yeah. can, you know, you know, that kind of life there. She's not maybe a couple tomato plants cause she just loved tomatoes, but she's, they're not garden. Not, and my dad wasn't either. They're not gardening anymore and stuff. So well, see, I grew up a city girl. My, parents, I backwards my parents didn't even cook. I mean, my mom cooked kind of, mm -hmm. um, it was very simple cooking. Yeah. She didn't do any canning. We didn't have green yeah. grass even. So this, was something I learned after I got married. My husband was yeah. raised on a small homestead. Yeah, I uh, mom didn't cook much, not a, anything. It, like you said, it was very simple: meat and potatoes, just about every meal of some yep. sort, you know. But uh, yeah, and um, so I've all of the things, even the canning, um, yeah, I've, I've learned on my own, and so I don't, I don't have a, all this vast ancient knowledge to right, yes, to, or, or anyone to ask about it. So I, I get the books and I try to teach myself. I haven't done much forging. Mm -hmm. um, the husband grew up in um, uh, rural Lincoln County, which is uh, about the, the area of that county was about 20, 26, 27 miles from where I'm at. So he can spot some things. His mother was really good at it. They used to go out and get greens every spring and stuff, but she's not when he and I, by the time he and I met, she's not able to do that. So I, I haven't, I haven't really, yeah. um, you know, I'm actually taking a class this weekend because the one thing I'm nervous about collecting, um, like a lot of the leaves and stuff here are pretty easy to, to identify. Mm -hmm. I have a couple of apps on my phone. But mushrooms scare yeah, me. Yeah, I hear um, a lot of that. I do not eat a mushroom unless I know exactly what it is. So this yeah. weekend, I'm taking um, a class from professional foragers that actually forage and sell. Uh -huh. So they're like they have a bunch of different certifications. So I feel really comfortable taking the class. Oh yeah, from yeah. them, from professionals because yeah. I mean, you eat a mushroom and. You know, you might die. Yeah, you might. I'm not a fan of them to begin with, so oh, I've I never actually them. gone out to to look for them. I've I've taken some photos. Um, I went out to to the husband's family area. They still own. They've got still got about 11 acres or so uh, of that property, and um, did some photos of of some mushrooms. You know, chicken of the woods and, and right, yeah. oysters, mushroom oyster mushrooms or whatever mm -hmm. they're called, uh, and stuff like that but i haven't actually tried to 
eat them because of the same thing you're saying. Yeah. I don't know them. I don't know. Plus, I don't care for them that much. <laughs> oh, see, we love them. We, we've always done morale mushrooms, which there mm -hmm. is plus morale too, but we've done morale mushrooms. And um, last year I collected turkey tail mm -hmm. and then chaga, which is a mushroom that grows on a tree. It's, I don't even know if it's classified as a mushroom, but those are the ones I feel comfortable right now, but I want to expand that because we, mm -hmm, in Michigan, sure. we get rain just falls from the sky here. So we kind of have <laughs> a great habitat for mushrooms. They just kind of grow. Mm -hmm. And I would love, I use some of them medicinal. Like the turkey tail is very woody and you wouldn't eat it. It's medicinal. Oh, okay. So Yeah. A lot of, because I use a lot of medicinals. Um, one of the things I didn't say when I got on was um, I was very sick for a long time. Mm -hmm. And I spent, well, when I was, um, I think it was 28 or 29, I was bedridden. Oh. Yeah. So for me, this whole lifestyle has been about me reclaiming my health. And then mm -hmm. my kids have both, there's some genetic things, but my kids have some health issues and mm -hmm. So diet and food and medicinal. Yeah, huge it is. It yep. is. It's very important. Now, I'm not as um, uh, restricted as, as a lot of folks are, but I, I don't I don't buy a lot of junk anymore. I stopped. I mean, a long time ago, we stopped that on occasion, you know, football yeah, season yeah. here or there, something like that. But um, I don't buy a lot of pre-boxed stuff anymore, like the rice types and the right. dehydrated potato stuff. Uh, I mean, I did a lot of that when I was, uh, when my kids were very young and still living with me and I was single because it was cheap and it was fast. And, you know, you go to work and you come back, right. you got to right. cook for the kids. And stuff. That's what we did when I was going to college and, and mm -hmm. married and young. Yeah. Was like, we were busy. And, and there's a lot of people who have to, I mean, they just, that's where they're at. Yep. That's just where they're at. And I, I'm not, I'm not one to say that, you know, uh, some folks get very um, assertive in their, you've got to eat this way or you're wrong. Um, I, I don't, I, I know that people have, you know, gluten intolerance. My, my son was dating a girl that was gluten intolerant. And uh, so I tried to make sure I had things and I had um, uh, a few new things that hadn't been cooking in so that they wouldn't have been cross contaminated and stuff. But uh, they don't date anymore, but I, you know, I try to pay attention to that. I know there are people who need to restrict certain things and I know there's people who just want to restrict certain things, but yeah. I'm not going to, I'm not going to sit here and tell any one person that if you don't eat this way, you're wrong. Yeah. So, um, no, but sure. I, I've, sure. I've, I've, I have my own personal beliefs at what is the healthiest yeah. way, but I'm not going right. to bash right. somebody that chooses yeah. to be vegan, vegetarian, carnivore. Yeah. It's yeah. It's what you decide. We, so, we yeah. have we have uh, advanced in our lifestyles that there you know we do eat better. Mm -hmm. um, I do more canning. I do more fresh foods. I do more dehydrated stuff. Very similar, but I mean I still have you know some stuff around. I still have chocolate because you know I like chocolate. <laughs> I right. Well, I, mean, I will eat the occasional junk food, you know, but yeah, we, we just do don't too. keep a lot. Yeah, of we do too. I made cinnamon rolls, sourdough cinnamon rolls. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, you make me hurt. <laughs> they were pretty amazing. I'm glad my husband ate most of them. <laughs> yeah. I've gotten to where um, now I get a, I get some stuff for our Bible study and a lot of sweets because, you know, there's some of the folks that that's 
that's when they eat junk is when they come to the Bible study. And uh, well, for those who may not know, I do, a, I, I host a morning Bible study for my church and uh, it, we call it Bibles and brunch. So we have coffee and, and pastries and, and stuff. Not a lot, not anything you have to cook though. But um, uh, so I end up having to bring a lot of that back because it's not going to keep. And I send it with the husband to work. I'm like, take the stuff, go, you know, <laughs> take it to the guys at the plant. Right. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it's um, it's interesting because especially when you've had to almost, you know, teach yourself. Now, you said your husband came from a small homestead, so you had a little help there. But uh, if you've had to teach yourself. Well, they did uh, everything conventionally and we do everything yeah. organic and regeneratively. So it's a yeah. very different monster. However, mm -hmm. like the canning that his, his mom taught me how to can. Yeah. Um, and the root cellaring and all that kind of stuff that that I learned from her. But, now, root um, cellar, I've always wanted to try to create, right. but our our property is not conducive to that. And I thought, well, you can do it in the basement because our basement's unfinished, stays about 50, 55 degrees oh, yeah. or so. But um, I just don't know. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, if I don't see it, I forget it. And yeah. I, I put, I got a grow light and um, use some uh, the reflective, uh, those emergency blankets that looks yeah. like tin foil and put up in a corner. There used to be a shower down here. I'm actually in the basement now. There used to be a shower down here. And I, I put a table up so that um, I could get it up high enough off the floor that the light would reach just because of logistics. And I'd put that blanket stuff all around and, and just mm -hmm. closed it off so that the, the light would bounce. And, be, and I ended up burning up everything I had in there. <laughs> and, I, I, and I kept forgetting to come down. I kept, kept forgetting to fool with it. And it's sitting right beside my washer and dryer. And I still thought, oh, I got to get some, I got to get some water on that stuff. And then I'd still go off and forget it. So I just didn't do any good. And I'm thinking if I had a root cellar set up, you know, I would just end up I don't know. It'd just be a mess. So, um, I, I don't. I don't know that I could. But I, I've always been because I. I am cheap in some ways. There's some places I'll spend money, and there's some things I don't like to spend money. And if I could get away with, you know, having the root cellar, having the canning, having the dehydrating, having all that stuff, I. I would, you know, in a heartbeat. But I, I forget. And then I get overextended. Yeah, my that's overextended is probably one of my bigger issues right now. But yeah, yeah, yeah. with work and yeah. the homestead, and we have now we have two homesteads, so we spend we're running, running. So what's your second one? Your your in laws? One is the twenty acres. My in laws. My husband is the baby, so his mm -hmm. father has long has passed away quite a while okay. ago, and his mom is. Um, in nursing care she's oh, okay babies. Mm -hmm. so um but we have the second acreage that we purchased to move to oh, okay so animals because what we have here we can have chickens um mm -hmm. have four chickens but we don't have much area we have a third of an acre which oh, okay because of the way our house is set up and be how it was added on to um, most of the house, the house takes up most of the property, <laughs> the house in the garage. So oh, I, I can appreciate it. I can appreciate we have a very, We're on a postage stamp with every food thing that we can stuff in every corner. Yeah. It's, yep. We've got, um, 
what what rounds up to um, two city lots uh, right where I'm at now, and and the house is on one, and then we've got um, what started out as a um, a a small two room building mm -hmm. for the, the people who originally lived here. The house was built in 1920s. He built her a small two room place so that the ladies group that she was the, like the Eastern star could, could meet there here, the local group of people, they could meet there once a week. And then they added on a restroom to that. And then they added on a little bigger room and then they right. added on a little garage. So that's almost, it could be a one person um, apartment, you know, yeah. uh, but it is in really bad bad shape well it takes up a big chunk of the second lot and then we have our camper that we park uh that the husband uses when he has to travel out of, out of state to uh, to work because when he travels out he's he's out for several weeks in a row um and it takes <laughs> much right of it. Yep. so we i end up you know i've got in theory i've got room for quite a few uh, chickens i could do rabbits and stuff but in practice it doesn't work that well right so this year i've taken my front uh flower bed and there's a few things that were bulbs that i left i because i'm i don't think about it when you're supposed to do it to, to pull the bulbs up and i forget and then the grounds froze so um i put uh blueberries and strawberries out there i was going to put some lettuce out there but i think i waited too long for that um, because it gets the morning sun quite a bit mm -hmm. and it's starting to get warmer. And uh, so I have that out there. And then I'm doing containers in the backyard. Now, last year, my container gardens didn't do well at all. I'm not in a position to create, to make my own compost, even with the mm -hmm. chickens. I just don't have enough materials to, and enough space to do that. I understand that because I don't either. So, yeah. So I, I end up having to buy, you know, um, soil yeah. for the gardens and the stuff that I got a hold of last year just was junk just oh. was junk and I didn't have any luck with anything last year so hopefully I've awesome. yeah hopefully I, I put a little extra money in I uh, went to a different um, I went to a local feed and seed place and uh, got the got the soil this time and hopefully that'll do a little better I'm not quite finished with it but yeah um, I've got stuff yeah, that can our, be put in our there. other problem is is we have on one side of the house, our house faces the wrong direction. So our house actually faces west. Oh. And then we have houses right on top of us on both sides. Mm -hmm. right? And then we're built onto a pretty steep hill because our mm -hmm. backyard is a lake. So we have, I don't, I can't do anything on the sides. It's all very shaded yeah. and very steep. So mm -hmm. we can only use both sides of the yard and, um, and then our neighbors are like right on top of the line. In yeah. fact, when, our, when we got our, when we bought our house, we found out that the neighbor's garage is actually on our property, but that happened a lot in the old days. So yeah. Cause it, right on top. I mean, it's mm -hmm. like just this really narrow space. I think I measured it once and it's like, Oh, I cannot remember. Um, like 75 feet from the, edge of our garage to the edge of their garage that's it and then yeah yeah it's pretty small yeah i remember uh, now of course the community i'm in is they're not that tight yet but as people pass away and their kids sell the property and the lots get divided and stuff like that um it's starting to get really crowded 
but I had uh, my mom's sister, my aunt lived in Cleveland and I know that their, their house and their, what, what they could drive to get to the two car garage next to the fence. It was so narrow that if you parked your vehicle um, on that little bit of driveway between the house and the fence, you couldn't open your doors because oh, it was that yeah. tight. Yeah, and see, then how in the world they would get to, into the garage, I, I never did figure that out. And he had a really big car. He had, this was back in the early 70s. He had a big Lincoln Continental. I mean, okay. that thing was yeah. a boat, you know. Oh, um, yeah. But you couldn't, you couldn't, you couldn't yeah. open your doors between and that that's how narrow it was just wide, just wide enough to get a car back through. Yeah. And our property on the other side. So because their garage has shifted everything. So now our driveway is actually on our neighbor's property. Mm -hmm. So if we park in our driveway, we're actually parking half onto their property. So we have one area of our driveway where not, we can't drive, we can drive on it, but we can't park Yeah, there. That's crazy. I there's a spot. It's just because now we have satellite and before they did it all by hand and it was mm -hmm. 1930s yeah. or 40s and and then the math yeah. <laughs> was a little yeah. off. It yeah. set everybody off. I forget it was like three or four feet. Yeah, if there's if um it, I mean you can just have a rotten surveyor, you know, yeah. and he uh, it, it's like building a house if you get one corner of the house just a quarter of an inch out the whole house will be screwed yeah and that's right. basically what happened is somewhere down the line it was probably only off a little bit but it mm -hmm. set everybody else off yeah. and domino effect thankfully um none of the neighbors care we're all just like oh yeah for now yeah well, we're, <laughs> did, selling. we're did, selling at some point so yeah hopefully we'll your neighbors will buy it and then they can fix that oh i don't think they'll buy our house <laughs> I don't think our neighbors will buy our house. Maybe, but it'd be surprising. Our house is one of the bigger houses on the oh, okay. side. So we, yeah, it's been added on to quite a bit. Um, let's see. Okay. So what, um, what do you, and we're both just starting to dabble in the cryptocurrency or actually mm -hmm. the Bitcoin. I think, I think, Josh and all of them would get really upset if we said crypto instead of Bitcoin. <laughs> I I actually have other coins besides Bitcoin. Oh, yeah. I was always the some of the ones that were helping me would scold me if I even looked at that because one of them I was looking at. I'm like, oh man, it's only like eleven dollars. Yeah. No, don't get it. Don't don't that. Well, I've been doing. And I, if I would have bought it, it's already doubled. You know. <laughs> I don't know how long you have when you started this. So we kind of got yeah. into this a while ago, and then yeah. We got busy and just kind of parked things and haven't messed with them. But mm -hmm. um, uh, we have friends and acquaintances that were heavily into Ethereum mm -hmm. like a long time ago. And they're doing very, very well. So we got into it a little bit, but not when they did because I'm still cleaning toilets. So <laughs> well, I I'm not driving any Lamborghini or anything, but um and some of them are. So, yeah. So I have Ethereum and um, Bitcoin. I don't, I, the only thing I've got is, is the little bit of Bitcoin. And I mean, if I added it all together, I might have 50 bucks, you know. Oh yeah. I think I have, I think my personal grand total now, my husband and I do have together, but then I, I bought some just to play around with because I was trying to understand it better. Mm -hmm. I, I might have a hundred dollars. 
Okay. Careful. (laughs) Uncle Sam will get you for that one. Oh, (laughs) I haven't sold it yet. And it's all on the up and up. You know, they're talking. Well, I don't know where it is. It's been about three weeks ago. I heard them talking about, and it's been a little longer than that, that there was a bill trying to go through Congress that would, um, that would tax you on unrealized gains. So you, you unrealized capital gains. So you wouldn't even have to have, ca- you know, oh, cashed nice. out of water. I, I'm, I'm hoping that thing died, but you know. They can tax. Well, I got a hundred bucks. So. Yeah. <laughs> but still it is frustrating. I mean, you, it it's like, it's a game that they're always going to win and it's rigged. So we lose and we stay like a little bit of a, they got to keep the slaves going, you know? Yeah. I, I agree that that I get so aggravated um, every, it's constantly an election cycle. Now there's, there's no break. break. It's a constant election cycle because as soon as this one's over, they're starting the one for the next half, you know, two years uh, for Mm -hmm. the Senate and the, and the house. And, um, I've never heard one of them, not the first one, say that they're running to re- to re- retract laws. Everybody's talking about, and they're all proud about the new legislation they passed. How about passing some legislation maybe Senator repeals some of the stuff, you know? Senator Tom Massey, I think, maybe has, but he's the only one. I feel like we're pulling out of the, you know, the kids game. Maybe some people don't remember this, but the monkle, the, the barrel full of monkeys. Yeah. I feel like that's where we're getting our candidates. Which is uh, very yeah. yeah, it's gotten because, and I say we just generically, right? Because it's them, but not we. We have gotten to the point where the good people won't run because of all the crap, right? Like, why would you? And so the crap people will run, and you just throw your hands up and say whatever. Yeah. Um, I have in my life voted for people that basically had no chance because I was not going to vote for the major candidates. I believe that we, uh, I get frustrated because people say, well, I don't vote because it doesn't matter. Well, only 20, less than 20% of the people in this country who are eligible to vote, which means there's a lot more than that, um, are voting. So we're allowing these people to do it all. If, if, if even 50% of the ones that are left would, would get off their cans and and stand up and vote and we could change it maybe but, well <laughs> just, we don't even have good candidates so it is that's, that's true that's true we don't have good candidates because so many people have backed out have pulled away and said i don't want to fool with it but right they you do, know because they do it on purpose i mean they run anybody through the ringer and it totally ruins your life I have I have stood for local election. I ran for local House of Delegates here in West Virginia, and I was very involved with the Republican machine for a while. And I saw how some of that sausage was made. And there are cases where they'll throw anybody in there because they run the numbers. They do the math and they said, well, you know, based on all this historical stuff, you know, this then this this candidate's going to win and our guy doesn't have a chance. So whoever will fill the slot will fill the slot. Right. Well, then on top of it, they stick with their incumbent. Even if yeah. the person that wants to run against them is a better candidate, and that always drove me crazy. It yeah, and and they can they can convince you of why that's the right thing to do mm-hmm. uh, numerically and, and statistically. Right. Uh, it's not necessarily the moral thing to do. Yeah, you know, we've got our governor here in West Virginia was a Democrat for generations. 
He switched parties to Republican and he got elected because the Democrat that was on the ticket was yeah, not a good candidate. Uh, and so he wanted to then as soon as he gets in office, he's elected. Um, no, I got that backwards. He, he ran as a Democrat and got elected. And then as soon as as Trump was sworn in, he changed party to Republican. And he's been a Republican for eight years now. He can't run again. Now he's going to run against Joe Manchin. Joe Manchin isn't my favorite, but of those two, I will vote for Joe Manchin uh, because I'm not voting for the, the the guy that's our governor now is being sued because his his mining his mining corporations have not paid taxes properly. They haven't paid uh, workers. Uh, there's some lawsuit, workers' comp lawsuits he hasn't paid that he was supposed to pay as a businessman. And because he can get up there and hee-haw, yee-haw, and talk like some cartoon character, because right. he does. He gets up there in um, in uh, interviews and, golly gee, y'all, I'm just trying to be a good guy, you know. And I'm thinking, that's not how you speak. I've heard you speak. You don't speak that way. Yeah, so he, he plays it. that up. And, and It's all about telling somebody else how to live their lives, it seems yeah, like. a lot of it. Lot and of the government, it. and uh, I have a really, <clears throat> I have a really hard time with that. And I wish we had more politicians that would just say, you know what, don't hurt people and don't take their stuff. But yeah, but we don't. But <laughs> they, they, they'll tell you that while they take your stuff to give it to somebody else. Exactly. And that's what's happening. More, and, uh, more yeah. More. So, but I, I really, I know the odds are not, if you, if you run the numbers, the odds are not that. The, this vast number of people who could vote and make the difference are going to do it. That's the problem. When you've got, you know, 80 out of 100, or, yeah, 80 out of 100 people who are just turning their backs and walking away, those other 20 people are, are setting those laws that these other 80 people don't want to deal with. So, you Except for our it. numbers don't even count the last two the last two major elections. There is there the is the presidents that were elected. There is something probably wrong. Probably even there. more. Probably even more. But the last yeah. two I know for sure did not actually win we I, delegates choosing who was well the, the delegate the delegate but that see that's been the way it's been for years. That's the way it's always right. been. It's we right. ele elected the delegates to to represent us. Exactly. Um that but none of them have won the popular vote. The last, I mean, I, Obama didn't end. Um, well, Biden, Biden. I don't think Trump did either. Uh, there was an argument about that. I don't remember yeah. if it. I don't oh, remember. Even it but they they went back. I mean, it went back further than that because they they were. Oh yeah, you know, I know. Bush Gore. Bush Gore yeah. was the biggest one that I can remember, and I think there was a couple before that. But yeah, um, yeah there's been something wrong for a long time. Yeah, so, so I think we need we need major changes, but unfortunately, I don't yeah, think we're going to see him. I we're going to see him. It's not going to be the way we want it. That's going to no. be the problem. Well, and if it is the way, I, the blood there's going to be a lot of bloodletting. Unfortunately, maybe, maybe yeah. I I don't not, know, and I don't even mean like I may mean even proverbially per, proverbially like um, financially. Yeah. I think we're going to. Yeah have some major financial issues and um, it's not going to, I don't think we're headed for some easy times. Currently. No, no, we're not. I've um, it's, it's been coming. I've been trying to tell family members, you guys need to get ready for this, but when it doesn't, it's kind of, 
<laughs> me bring religion into this just for a little bit. It's kind of like the guy walking on the sidewalk with the sandwich board that says uh, Christ is coming soon or repent. The end is here and that kind of, and it, he just it, it's been 50 years and he's still doing that, you know, but it's going to happen. And and whether it happens today or and, and I don't mean at this point, I'm, I'm coming back around to the, the collapse. It, it's going to happen. And we've been warning and warning and warning and people aren't. Not everybody's paying, agreeing with it. Not everybody's getting ready for it. And um, well, right now we're a house of cards glued yeah. to the table. <laughs> That's how I keep telling my kids we're a house of cards glued to the table. And eventually somebody's going to knock the legs off from underneath the table. When? Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and how bad? Who knows? But it, we can't continue down the path that we've been going down. We can't keep right hiding things and shifting decimals. And I wouldn't be surprised if, because of the um, superpower status of the country, I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if we didn't go the way like uh, when the USSR fell apart. Um, they. You know, it, it, it devolved, um, but it, it's, it, a lot of the, a lot of the countries fell off, but the, the central part of Russia stayed. And so Russia has yeah. kind of built back up and that's what we see Putin doing. They didn't actually, I mean, they didn't actually get overrun by the Chinese or, and we didn't go in and take them over, but they just kind of fell apart and fell away. And each of the little countries, I, I could, I can imagine that happening, that some of the States fall away, yeah. but that there's still a, a core uh, that calls itself the United States or something along that line. For sure. Yeah. That, that, uh, mm -hmm. that stay. I, I keep hearing people, you know, people talking about um, the great divorce or, uh, whatever they're calling it. I, I don't know if that happens the way they're seeing it, because I don't know that you're going to end up with a state like kind of in the center of the country. Let's just just for the discussion, let's say it's Oklahoma, like Oklahoma secedes, you know, and, and they're the only one there. And, you know, maybe Texas does, and maybe Florida does, and maybe there's one or two others, but they're not going to be able to survive on as an independent yeah. nation dead set in it so i i don't i don't see infrastructure that would have to happen i mean we saw yeah. what happened texas talks about being able to secede but mm -hmm. um when they had their power issue a few years was it i can't remember time all goes together it's only been a couple years when the free came through and yeah, yeah. And, um there's things like that there's some right. major things that would need to be figured out if people if that did happen but Texas, Texas has the advantage of all the oil refineries that they could probably yeah, redirect all of that. And just um, mass could. But size. one thing that people don't realize, and, and this comes back to West Virginia, my husband works for the power company here, is that a lot of the grid in the eastern and northeast uh, gets power from West Virginia companies. Our, yeah. our, our power plants help, and then we're not the only ones, but we feed a lot of uh, Ohio and and uh, Pennsylvania and New York, we feed into that part of the grid. So um, as they take these, these West Virginia would be just in a crap hole here if, uh, if we tried it to secede because we, yeah, we got coal and we got natural gas. Right. We got our, our elect, uh, electric plants and stuff, but you know, we don't have the, um, the ability to redirect all that stuff. 
Yeah. Uh, we don't we don't have enough here to be able to redirect it and uh, keep West Virginia lights on, like they like to say. I, I don't I don't because they've closed down several of the power, littler power plants that would have been able to do that. So I don't know, I, but I and I. I've read several of the um, uh, the books along the lines of, you know, the different countries collapsing and the economies like Argentina and stuff. And I don't know. I don't think things are going to come apart the same way uh, we think they're going to. I don't think we're going to get... I don't think there's going to be a way to like people talk about and owning gold. I, it might be Spirico that talks about it. I can't remember. It says, how are you going to, you, you can't, you can't send, I can't send gold to you to buy right. you know, herbs or something that you may, you may be putting together. We're not going to do that through the mail. And am I going to be able to do it, you know, face to face? Probably not. It's heavy. It makes noise. You can't, you know, yeah. How are you? How do you weigh it to know that you're getting a fair amount out? So I don't, uh, I don't know that that's going to be the same. Um, I think it's really hard to predict. I mean, the closest thing we had was when uh, that certain virus. I don't know if you use the word because I don't want to. I usually, virus, I usually just say Rona, and I'm not monetized anyway. So, so when Rona came around, I mean, none of us expected it. it I think it just kind of right going to be different each scenario is going to be different but when that mm -hmm. came around nobody expected it to i don't know if you asked um i mean things went down i don't know about where you are we live kind of we live in a bigger town but it's still mm -hmm. less than twenty thousand people mm -hmm. um and we don't even live in that we just live close to it and um mm -hmm. but it just happened so fast like i remember like there was one week it was march or something like that and it just happened so fast like Next thing you know, everything's closed down. Of course, my husband was an essential worker, and I yeah, was mine too. Says I never quit working, but yeah. everything shut down, and it just was. You think that you can predict it, and then it's just different. So I think you just yeah. kind of have to um, run. You just kind of have to not worry too much about it, but still be ready. And um, I try not to focus too much on it because. Yeah. I thankfully have enough skills to just keep going. I mean, shortage yeah. never affected us. And it didn't, it didn't me that much. There were a few things that I, I was a little uncomfortably low on, but I wasn't out of, you know, but um, I had been watching this on different internet sites and in different groups and different podcasts and stuff as it started as stuff started happening strangely over in that country and you saw initial reports on the news of there's something going on there's a lot of sick people and oh, then yeah. we, we were watching the hong kong riots we were watching yeah uh, michael yeah. Yan. if you're familiar with michael Yan, mm -hmm. we were watching michael Yan, who was a american war correspondent yeah. over in Hong Kong and mm -hmm. he started talking about coronavirus. Yeah. And, and yeah, the, we, we were watching that. We were here seeing stories about it, um, them being uh, welded into their homes and stuff. 
and apartments being welded and you know people talking about what's well, traveling through the plumbing yeah. and all this stuff and, and my husband and I and my dad at different times would be like this none of this is making sense how is it traveling through the plumbing you know this this isn't can't be right, right. right. and, and why are these and <laughs> yeah so and just trying to piece logical things together and uh, it, it it none of it was making sense other than the transmission um following and i told my my husband and my dad uh, i said watch this it's going to travel just like aids and they looked at me real funny i said international airports you watch these international airports it's going to start coming out that way and it kind of did and yeah. there were the building that i i had a client um that i was doing some work on and they frequently it was a, a chemical uh company based kind of uh, organization um and they would travel trying to promote West Virginia to different um, uh, international uh, organizations. And they frequented over there, Japan and mm -hmm. China. And there were people who were, you know, had this horrible, cold, horrible thing, went for a couple of weeks, and then they got over it kind of, sort of, you know. And um, we just called it the crud because every year something goes around. A couple times yeah. a year, people get really sick. Well, then... We're watching all of this happen. We're talking about it in these buildings. And some of the people are like, this is bad. It's going to kill everybody. And other people are saying, oh, it's no big deal, you know. And eventually, yeah, it starts, things starts getting shut down. Mm -hmm. And um, it was, you know, hand sanitizer all over the place and um, the, the face coverings and all this. And you're reading, and then this particular virus is so tiny, it's not going to, it's going to just go through there. And oh, that's not true. And this is before yeah. we get the official lockdowns. Right. You know? Yeah. Now, initially, I was okay with the couple of weeks. I thought it was stupid. I rolled my eyes, but I'm like, okay, fine. If you think a couple of weeks will do it, fine. Let's do this a couple of weeks. So I right. was good yeah. with that. Well, we didn't know, like, That's what right. we know now, because we were okay with we were we were okay with wearing a mask. My husband has asthma. I have mm -hmm. my kids have heart problems. Sure. You know, so I was like, well, okay, fine. And of course, now we know differently. But well, yeah. and there are there are some viruses those masks will keep out. Yeah. Yep. You know, there are some things and there's a reason doctors wear them in operating rooms, yep. but unless it's changed, they don't wear the same one for hours because it becomes, yeah, yep. it yeah, it becomes saturated with your, the, the moisture from your respiration and you got to, you know, and that, that can just be, and they, and you, I'm turning you because I have somebody coming up the steps that probably doesn't want to be on live. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's okay. Um, you know, we, we, people were getting all tore up. You're wearing a mask in your car. And I'm like, well, stop a minute and think this through. If I take the, if I drive to the Walmart and I pick my mask up out of my purse and I put it on and I go in Walmart and I'm touching all the things and I'm doing all the stuff. I don't want to turn around and touch this mask to take it off. Yeah. Unless I'm putting a fresh one on. Yeah, there's you know, just so and much then my hands are contaminated. No, now that we didn't know then, and we yeah. just so yeah. yeah. But you know, I still see people wearing them, and I think now I think these are probably people who have underlying health issues. Oh yeah. At this point, people that have underlying health issues that a regular cold or the flu or whatever could probably make them sick, and now it's more acceptable to have on a mask because you used to be see somebody with a mask on, you thought, oh my gosh, <laughs> stay away you from know, it. Honestly, I. 
people probably are going to be mad at me for this, but I actually don't mind. It's like, if you have the flu, but you have to go out in public, I, I'm fine with you wearing a mask. I don't want it. Yeah. And I know it may not stop at a hundred percent, but if it stops some of that yeah. from getting my way, you can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't get too tore up about it. And if uh, in some of the work that I do uh, occasionally that I have to go into somebody's place, if they okay. ask me to put one on, I don't care. You know, it's right. fine. Yeah. Put one. I keep, I, I keep mean, some, yeah, I cleaned house for a couple of older people. And sure. for a while, some of these people in their 80s, I wore one when I was in the same room with them because yeah. I they're older. And yeah. um, one of them's housebound because they're not healthy. And, yeah. you know. Yeah, they like I said, they do. There are some uh, virus and bacteria that they do keep, yeah. especially at short, yeah. short term, you know, keep from spreading on to other people. Yeah, I mean, but, and I wasn't sick much during that time because we were wearing masks. And of course, this spring I ended up with pneumonia. <laughs> oh, well, and then you weren't out. That I was something else that, that uh, people didn't think about. Going around now. Yeah. We didn't get that little bit of immune inoculation. Right. right. And I, I ended up with, with pneumonia probably because of that. I mean, I'm susceptible to lots yeah. of stuff, anyways. But yeah. 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 Yeah, there's a lot of stuff we probably did, but I, I, I don't know. I, um, but I'm I just like growing my tomatoes and my lettuce and yeah. my stress-free living over here. <laughs> Cause if I think about it too much, you know, it just kind of, it can be depressing. Out. It can be yeah. depressing. Yeah. And so uh, I focus on, um, what can I do? Yeah. Instead of, um, getting, and what lessons did you learn? Yeah, what, what can I do and to help people, to help myself? And that's kind of been the focus the last couple of years of everything is I've been teaching people to do things. And, you know, that's what I can do. Yeah. You know, I can't change what some of these people in the White House or Congress or the Senate do, but I can change. I can teach people and help them. Um, yeah, Chris... <laughs> I'm so bad at looking at, the, I don't look at the, um, the comments very well. <laughs> I haven't had, I don't usually have very many, so I don't, I don't, uh, I don't, uh, I'm not in practice, but he said it, uh, a good way to destroy voter turnout. They can e e win easier with low numbers. And that's, that's one of the things, if we roll back a little bit to the elections, um, when you have a whole, when, um, and this is not a pro or anti former president trump this is a this is a statement of fact when you have 11 people on the stage it doesn't take very much very many votes to be the majority so yes. because you have diluted all of all of those votes so um he was not my initial candidate during the primaries he was not my initial candidate but yeah, my <laughs> but as as the as the ones that I really wanted to win fell off, it, if it's between him and the current guy, I'm voting for him again. If it's between him and Hillary Clinton, I'm voting for him again. You know, when you throw these people up there, that uh, you're going to get the same results. You're not going to get much change. So that's that's news. Yeah. Oh, hey, news that doesn't suck. Wubba lubba dub dub. Oh, is this a, is this a troll? I don't know. I don't either. I don't either. I've never had a troll before. 
hey, you're making it somewhere if you get a troll, right? <laughs> That's what they say. I don't know. I don't yeah. think I am. Uh, no, actually, that might be that might be a legitimate. I don't know. It might. Be. I've heard that before. News that doesn't. Suck. I've seen some know. of the trolls usually say are a little bit. They're not nearly that nice <laughs> that I've seen. So uh, it's usually like porn or <laughs> something. Yeah. <laughs> but Josh had the Bozo the Clown one. I saw that. That was funny. Oh, that was okay. funny. But uh, no, no, I. Um, I don't get on the lives. I know people do a lot of lives during the day, but most of the time I'm working. And yeah, so I'm it's hard. Work. It's hard. Um, it really is. But I always catch. I end up having to catch the, re or I can't even keep up a lot of the time too. I'm the. I'm the, a lot of the guys, and I say guys because mostly it is guys. I don't know. It's just they're talking about the stuff that you know I'm interested in. Um, I, there's not a lot of the ladies that I follow are doing the canning and stuff, which a lot of that I already know. And so I'll catch every now and yeah. again. Just I enjoy Nicole's podcast. Yeah. Lot. Yeah, I do. But uh, I miss I her advice. A lot of them are in the middle of the day. And like I said, yeah. I'm cleaning somebody's house or I'm yeah. outside. Yeah. I don't, I don't catch all of hers. I catch like one here and one there, you know, because yeah. she does them quite, quite frequently, but um, yeah. I, I'm like you, I'm catching them later. I'm, I'm, I love, and I keep talking about it, my Kindle, I can put my headphones, my Bluetooth for my, uh, and sync it with the Kindle. And the Kindle doesn't run all the commercials in the middle. And I know that's not fair to the people who are monetized and have 87 commercials in the middle. You still get the first one, you know, and I think one at the end, depending on how they're set up. But that's what I do. I plug that. I have that Kindle and I have it where I, you know, get signal and I'm running these things while I'm cleaning the house and I'm getting stuff ready. Yeah, I listen or, to podcasts, but mm -hmm. not live because live sucks my battery dead so fast. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can, well, these are on the replay. These yeah. are on the replay yeah. that I'm doing on the Kindle. Um, but yeah, I do the, uh, I do the podcast ones on the phone. I use the phone for that, but, yeah. um, and, and I'll do that while I'm driving or whatever. And, so I'm, I'm listening to them a lot. It's just not necessarily, like you said, at the minute they're recording. So I wish I could, because sometimes the the conversation is interesting. Yes. Yes. But and you're wanting to shout, at the, <laughs> shout at the radio. I used to do that yeah. all the time. But AM it's, radio. It's hard because yeah, it yeah, is. I, a lot of them are in the middle of the day and that's usually when I'm yeah, yeah busy. It's so. from Rick and Morty. Oh, I don't know Rick and Morty. Isn't that I've a heard cartoon? Of him. I've heard of him as kind of a cartoon, but I've never. But yeah, I don't. I've seen that. I haven't watched it, but I've seen the advertisement. Okay, I'm sorry. So I, I haven't I'm graduated so to a troll then. I'm so far behind on a lot of stuff. I grew up without a television. And oh. we did not have one until probably about five years ago. I homeschooled my kids and we didn't have television then either. So. Well. I went. I had television years without television. <laughs> I had television growing up, but it was antenna television. It was four channels: three, oh, three network channels, and PBS. <laughs> so my husband grew up with lots of TV, and he's like, "Do you remember this?" And I'm like, "Huh? No." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was, um, I was in my late twenties, uh, before I had ever seen. Um, <sighs> Oh, rats. It's that British comedy show. What is it? Um, the guys liked it because it had all the 
big-breasted women. What was the name of that stupid British comedy show? I have no idea. I can tell you one of my favorite. Um, I think it was British, too. It's called The Good Life. It's an older one from like the 1970s and it's a couple of people that he gets tired of his cubicle job and he goes and he starts to farm his yard. You can find it on YouTube. I mean, I I've that. heard of that. I, it is hilarious. So hilarious. There was like five seasons of it and I actually bought the DVDs because I, I love it. But they literally till up their lands and the neighbors think they're absolutely nuts. <laughs> and it's pretty funny. Um, it's a guy. Um, I can see the opening uh, thing on that. It was the main character's catchphrase in the beginning until his grandchildren found out it was bird speak for I am in great pain. Please help. Oh, well, okay then. That's a show that I, but I've never, I didn't watch it. So, so my, my older son was born in 86. Okay. And so we got the um, Inspector Gadget. We got, um, oh, rats. Um, see, now I'm trying to remember this. I must have Alzheimer's because every time I try to think of something on the fly, I go blank. Um, darn it. What was some of that stuff he watched? It used to drive me crazy. And it wasn't just Inspector Gadget. There was a routine of stuff that he always watched. Anyway, it, Benny Hill, that's the British one I was trying to think of. Benny Hill. Oh, I was in my 20s before heard I knew of it, Benny never. Hill was. Oh, gosh, it's just a, just a single man's or just a man's comedy show. It just was awful. <laughs> it just was stereotypical male humor kind of stuff. It was just terrible. <laughs> But um, yeah, so I didn't, I didn't, you know, I didn't grow up with a lot of television. Saturday morning cartoons was the big deal, which you don't see so much of today because there's a cartoon network. You can watch them all day long. Um, But yeah, I, it's, um, it's, it's a different, uh, it's a different world now. That's for sure. Cause the kids, I know my son, you know, as he, he's smart and uh, he would, he figured out how to thread a, um, uh, uh, modem line between the um, there was a, was a vent in his room. And this oh. was in this was in an older house, but he threaded that he threaded that uh, that modem line down through that vent and around this and down and had it and he would slip and then he would plug it in and had, he had a computer had a computer upstairs in his room at that point and he'd be online doing all kinds of terrible terrible things. And uh, well, I should, yeah, yeah, porn. And he tried to convince me that anime porn wasn't porn. And I'm like, no, it's porn. I don't care if it is a cartoon. Get the computer. It's got computers got to go down where we can see it's coming out of your room. Mom, no, I got it. No, uh uh, no. But he, he, when I figured out that he'd run that cord, um, I heard the, uh, I heard the, I heard it kick on. I had gotten up or something anyway, and I heard the modem. It used to make the oh, yes. make yes. it awful yes. noise, and I heard it, and I kept thinking, "Where is that coming from?" Because the computer downstairs computer, which is the that one we were talking about that I bought at Montgomery Wards, wasn't on. Huh. And it and I did it, and I just then I caught that cable. And I thought, "What?" 
and I looked 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 and I just went and got a pair of scissors and cut it in half. <laughs> he come downstairs to check what it was. And it was I know. I half. talked to my kids. My kids aren't as old. Our um, our oldest adopted daughter is 32 and our youngest is 23. But um, our 23 year old is married and gone. But they're like, I'm so thankful that we were born when we were born. Yeah. Because they st and we were pretty strict. I mean, they, we did have ATV and they watched movies, but we never had any hookup or antennas and they watched yeah. a little of it. But, but they're like, I'm so thankful we were born and raised then when you still played outside and got dirty and yeah. did crafts and played instruments to keep yourself entertained. Yeah. And they, they don't, you, you can't, you can't turn your kids loose today. They call the child oh, work earlier than you. You yeah. know, you, my, we didn't, I mean, people think you're exaggerating when you say that but you'd get up on Saturday mornings and go outside. You might not come back until dark. You oh, know, I mean, you'd be running I'm, over I'm to your girlfriend's right. house or running over to the ball field or up this, of course, our, my little community here that I was raised where I'm, I'm living now, it's a different house, but in the same town. And you know, you, the, you could walk over to the elementary school. I mean, it's oh, yeah, I a rode couple my, blocks away. So you, I rode my bike miles away from my house during yeah. the day. You'd yeah. be gone yeah. all day long and nobody thought a thing about it. Nobody yeah. thought a thing about it. And, and we never uh, like, yeah, we just were imaginative. And, and my kids thankfully had very similar upbringing yeah. to that. They just, they got to run around the neighborhood yeah. and make fires and play with knives and climb trees and yeah. dirt. And <laughs> when they got bored, yeah. they played music, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. it was crazy. good, but crazy. I feel bad for kids these days that don't get that opportunity. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so. this is true. And and every time they turn it on. Oh, I know. It's just And the stuff that's so on now. Their lives and it's never off. It's never no, off. No, and, and the stuff that's acceptable to show to kids these days. Some of the stuff on these so-called cartoon channels is just trash for kids to be watching. Right. They shouldn't right. be watching well, it at it all. It just never goes off. Like. You go off in the middle of the night and it's still going on. You know, it used to be when your TV, you'd wake up on Saturday morning. I I did. We watched a little bit. We weren't allowed to watch a lot. But once in a while, I was fortunate enough to watch a Saturday morning cartoon, yeah. probably at my grandmother's. And um, it wasn't on. It yeah. was, the, remember the, the station went off. Yeah. Come yeah. on at six o'clock. Yeah. No, it's just 24 yeah. seven. Yeah. And kids brains don't get a break. And. Well, and add yeah, the computers in, and the telephones and everything like that yes, to it. And it's just everywhere. Yeah. 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 I, I'm glad I'm not raising kids now, but um, but my kids will raise kids in this. And yeah, yeah I don't have any grandchildren yet, but I, I mean, I, as much as I want grandchildren, I, I look and think, I don't know how, how my son and his and their mother would manage in yeah. today's world. I have, I, really a seven, I have a seven and five year old grandkids from our adopted daughter and um even school they send homework home on them and i'm like they're babies why are we this is not good for their brain to constantly have ipads and we're we're the opposite here uh my my niece's children which are the closest thing i will have at this point to grandkids right now um they didn't they haven't had homework in years hmm. and i'm like why why don't you have homework oh we do, they don't assign homework. You sh you should have a little bit of something to do, you know, 
how do we, we, and that, that rolls into you not, not knowing what they're teaching in the schools. You know, when I, when my son was coming up, the, the PTA wanted parents involved in the school. They wanted you there helping the, the teach, teachers, you know, whether it was just running down and making copies of something for the kids or, you know, helping serve snacks or whatever. They wanted parental involvement in the schools. Mm -hmm. And now that's gone. So you, at that point, you had an idea of what was happening. And they even had a review committee at the county level to review the textbooks that were coming up when they would get new textbooks. I haven't heard any, and granted, I don't have kids in the school system directly now, so maybe they do this and I don't know it. But I haven't heard them say that the, the textbooks for Kanawha County, which is where I'm at, Kanawha County's uh, Board of Education, are open for review yeah. You know, before they decide whether to adopt them or not. And so. Yeah. It's color hard. pattern bars. Yes. I know, bars, yeah. I, that's We chose to homeschool and I mm -hmm. don't regret it at all. But I also mm -hmm. realize that some people can't do that. Yeah. Our grandkids go to a private school. Mm -hmm. They go to private Yeah. My, my option if I wanted to homeschool my kids was not to work and to be on welfare. Yeah, and that's not doable for some people. No, even with child support uh, and mm -hmm. their father paid it. I mean, maybe he'd be a week late. I mean, but it wasn't, he didn't get in arrears. Right. He right. paid it like he was supposed to. Uh, he, I, I would not have been able to do it on welfare and the child support check. Wouldn't have been able yeah, to. And I, that's why I think I feel for people like that. And I understand when like Jack says, get your kids out, get your kids out. But there's mm -hmm. also, it's not a, always an option for some people. No. Um, and he, I like to listen to him. He has a lot of good information. have grandparents around or mm -hmm. aunts and uncles that can help do things, but it's, yeah. Yeah, you, if you can build, I mean, you can, and I, and I say this and hope that I'm right, it, it worked out that way for, for my sons. Um, you can um, dilute a lot of the social crap that they give in school. I mean, I, I wouldn't be, dare be able to teach a kid math these days. Just, just wouldn't be able to. Uh, and, um, but the, some of that social junk, uh, I think you can dilute if you have, and it doesn't have to be a biological family, but if you have a structure mm -hmm. around you of friends and family that, yeah. that like your church, and it used to be the yeah. church, and people yeah. aren't going to church as much anymore either. If you have that kind of a, um, a community or a, 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 a support system where when uh, little Johnny comes home and says, the teacher says that, boys can become girls and that you can say, ah, no, not actually. That's not actually how that works. And how, what it ends up happening is you got to have medicine, you got to have surgery, you got to have your parts cut off, you got to have other stuff so that you can explain, obviously at their level of understanding, but you can, you can say, this is not exactly what you, this isn't exactly what happens because, and not to get too deep in that stuff, but I, it's insane to me. I mean, we, we always called girls tomboys who like to, you know, play football and play sports and do that kind of stuff that was technically or at the time considered boys activities, you know, and you didn't have any problem with it. And generally they grew up to be quite successful women. Mm -hmm. They didn't say, I think I'm a boy, you know, cut my parts off, give me hormones, you know, and, um, I'll grow up to be a boy because by the time they reached puberty, usually now we did have a couple girls that in that I can remember from upper elementary and middle school 
ended up being homosexual. Big deal. But on average, you didn't have this kind of crap happening. And you sure wouldn't have the school system hiding medical care from the parents. I, you know, yeah, the and, whole, this elementary school should be about learning. Yeah. And we've brought all of this into it. Yeah. And um, we need to let kid, kids be kids. These are exactly. babies. These are yeah. babies. Why are we dragging them into adult conversations? Exactly. Um, that, exactly. That's hard. I'm thankful that my grandkids go to a, they go to a private Catholic school. So I'm thankful mm -hmm. for that because their parents are also divorced and it would be, yeah, you know, they both have to work. So, yeah. So I, and, and it's just, you, it w would have been, now my grandmother and several of her sisters were, were school teachers now. Granted, mm -hmm. she took her retirement in the 1960s. Um, but the, the, the idea uh, that a teacher would suppress something like that and a school counselor would suppress it because maybe it's not maybe it's not the norm but we the stories are bubbling up into the national news of these school systems hiding the fact that they're giving breast binders to little girls or young young ladies to to mm -hmm. so that they can transition into being in boys and it, I think it, the problem started decades ago though with oh, sure. them ignoring um them just not telling parents what's going on. I mean, yeah. I, I know of abuse situations that teachers hid. Oh yeah. Them. You know, the child comes to the teacher who is a mandatory reporter. Right. And it gets brushed under the rug. The child gets sent back home to the abusive situation and um, mm. nothing happens. And oh, yeah. this was decades ago. And oh, yeah. I don't know why the school district has decided that they are suddenly the children's parents, basically, that's what they've decided. They're not going yeah, to tell the actual right. birth parents. Right. And it's like how, I don't know, the whole thing frustrates me so much. But and reading the comments. But I should yeah. we've been going for an hour and 17 minutes, and I have a yeah that needs my love. <laughs> yeah, I I um, I apologize for going over. No, that's okay. It's just, it's just been a really interesting uh, opportunity yeah. to flesh this out on, on topics that I think we both understand. And, and it yeah. was just really, it was really fun. I'm glad you it decided to come on. Yeah, and I'd love week. to have you again and, and I'll, I'll keep, I'll keep a timer a little better next Oh time. yeah, no, that's okay. Anytime. I don't really have a schedule today. I just have like, it's today's, I try to keep Fridays to myself, but it doesn't sure. always work. And sometimes yeah. it's Mondays. Yeah. I have to clean my own house after all once in a while. Hey, I understand that. I've got uh, my dad comes over on Fridays almost on the money at noon because he has a, a, a it's it's an INR test. It tests his um, uh, he's on warfarin blood thinner and it tests okay. to make sure the, the level is is right. where it's at. And we report it to the doctor. It keeps him from having to go in every two weeks or so. Um, but uh, almost almost like clockwork at noon. He's here for that. I've got my new housekeeper 
uh, maybe coming today. She Yay. was supposed to be. Uh, she did uh, let me know that they had some extenuating circumstances and she couldn't find right. my phone number and stuff. So I'm going to give her another chance for that. And I have a guest coming this evening. So yeah, I should have, I should have wrapped this up a lot earlier, but. Well, that's okay. Yeah. We're only 18 minutes over. Yeah, it's not going to be that bad. So, but. The I sun do, was shining longer than they said it was going to. Well, there so. you go. Oh, yeah. There you go. So, but I will let you go and I do appreciate it. And you're welcome back anytime you want to if you, yeah. if you once i figure it out on my channel i have my own youtube channel i have posted exactly zero videos to um oh, no, our, host, our, our podcast has a youtube channel but it's mm -hmm. just um you can't see anything you don't see us talking it's off yeah. air but you can it's see like it. yeah it's just got the screen yeah, yeah but yeah. yeah i've i've got I've, i'm in the middle of like four different not counting the lies but four different videos i've i've done pieces of that i'm gonna put I haven't put up an, a fresh video other than a live and I don't know. Yeah, I'm trying to, but my phone is giving me fits for um, downloading. So I need to call one of my kids to help me. <laughs> Mine's full. I end up having to, I, I sync mine to, um, uh, to uh, OneDrive because I have a Microsoft 365 subscription. So, um, and I have to do that for my, for my work, but so I sync those and then erase them off my, my my phone but um yeah it's a challenge it's a challenge if you're just i mean you can do it we we've, we've been doing it you know with with, with very minimal equipment but man is it a pain <laughs> oh i mean yeah i think my biggest obstacle is time if i didn't yes yes if i didn't work I could. if all we could do was this and nothing else but yeah we have to clean house and cook the dinner yeah and yeah. fry the bacon and bring it home in a pan. Do you remember that commercial? Yes, yes. None of that gardens, multiple gardens, multiple properties. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I've uh, I've got so many irons in the fire. It's amazing that I can even stand up anymore. It's just crazy between the church and my dad and and this stuff and and the husband yeah. and, and the regular stuff. It's just crazy. But yeah, we have, I won't keep. We have parents that need us too, and it, that that definitely is that could be a whole other conversation. Right? It here. couldn't can very well. It can yeah. and maybe should. Maybe it should. That's it. That's a hard age when you reach our age and your kids yeah. leave home and then suddenly That's your right. parents need you. You get maybe one year of vacation with nobody and then it's time to take care of mom and dad. Yep. Yep. So, but anyways, thank you so much. Thank you so much. And, I, and, and come back anytime. Volunteer yourself anytime you like. All right. Well, we'll talk and, to you later, Robin. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. So I'm going to wrap it up there. And uh, I've gone over and I do apologize to those of you who are watching, who are participating, who's going to catch this on the replay or catch this on the podcast. We did go over quite a bit, but that's all right, because sometimes you just do that. And uh, I'm very appreciative that she was able to join us. And uh, it's open. It's open. Anybody who wants to come on, I'd be willing to have you, willing to have you. Even news that doesn't suck. That would be good. <laughs> Mike. Uh, Ronaldo, any of you guys, you're more than welcome to come on live. Just holler at me and let me know. So I'm going to close it there and we will see you on Tuesday for a regular live. Tuesday live. It's kind of scripted, kind of not, but mostly kind of scripted. You have a great weekend too, Mike. And we'll see you again next week. Bye-bye. So there you have it. 
Post your comments, do all that boosting, liking, sharing, thumbs up, and stuff that helps spread the word and poke the algorithms. Follow me on most of the big social media platforms and look for my name, Robin Holstein, or Holstein House. Till next time, bye-bye.